Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation 1. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 15, The Fortune Teller's Manor. I'm May and I'm joined by the lovely Chloe. Hello. Quinn is unable to join us this week but she'll send through her thoughts if she is around to send through the, during the podcast but if not we will have them for uh, our coverage on episode 16 which is next week. Uh-huh. So before we get into it, let's go over a quick synopsis as a recap for what happened in episode 15. So there's a fortune teller named Mephisto, but it appears and disappears randomly. Ruri's friend Mika asks her to find Mephisto, and meanwhile Jellymon is on one of her fetch quest little job things and finds a human that's t- turned into a statue. She thinks it's just a statue, she touches it, and then she realises it's actually made out of human, which is absolutely terrifying, absolutely, isn't it? Uh-huh. I would not want to then- be petrified. Oh yeah, it's it's very much just like I would not want to be petrified at all. Like it's just it it seems unpleasant. But anyway, Ruri <laughs> finds the fortune teller, but she realizes that it's a Digimon who's called Felismon with a bunch of Boogiemon. Ruri hesitates going to digital space as her friends are scared of Digimon, and she doesn't want to reveal herself as a Digimon person yet. I don't really I don't know. Do we have a term for the chosen children besides just like chosen children? I guess. Uh, I think. What the at least what the subtitles on mine said was like human partner or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know if have we like have like some... an actual term. I'm gonna go with chosen children. But anyway, so she doesn't want to yeah. reveal herself as a chosen child or like reveal herself as partners with a Digimon because her friends seem quite horrified of Digimon because they're basically all monsters. Mm. But she ends up doing it anyway because she wants to save her friends. And then Angoramon evolves for the first time, and the rest of the team shows up to help. And they all evolve to adult level, and they fight together against Felismon, who is a perfect level, but they don't really do much damage, and Felismon ends up just leaving and restoring the humans and says, oh, I never really wanted to, uh, to to win in battle anyway, I'm leaving now, because that's kind of what the perfect levels do, apparently, in this show. Same with Chromon. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Ruri's friends kind of just not really questioning her, and they're not hounding Ruri for answers, and they talk about on the way home, that Ruri has secrets and that's okay, and when Ruri feels like talking about them, she will. And I feel like that's such a nice way to wrap up the episode. Yeah, it was a very wholesome ending for what was yeah. otherwise an actually, like, pretty scary episode, in my opinion, as far as mm, yeah, the show goes. So now that we've gone over the synopsis, let's discuss the discussion. So what were our highlights this episode? Uh, I really liked the intro, like, this is just a really good episode. I think I feel like they set the tone really well. Um, and in retrospect, knowing that it's the, you know, Angoramon Evolution episode, that makes a lot of sense. But I didn't know that coming in. So I was pretty impressed throughout. That's good. I, I liked how it was just absolutely... I liked that, that scary atmosphere that this episode had. And I liked the fact that we had a bad guy again. Like, he is... This is a an evil Digimon. Mm-hmm, without mm-hmm. a doubt and probably i would say the most evil that we've had yeah i don't quite remember the one with the pan's labyrinth hand eyes very oh, well Dr- dracomon was just kind of pulling like he was doing it for fun to, like to pull pranks but he, he was wasn't, just like, memeing okay yeah he's he's evil like that is bad but he's it's different from like being evil like he is bad he's doing bad things but he's doing it for for fun it, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem as as evil and i know that we had in the video game episode king kakumon was m- turning humans into alcohol and that's horrifying but mm-hmm. wasn't really evil like kind of just said oh okay fair enough at the end this one was like yeah. an absolutely just like 
this is an evil, this, this is a bad guy. And I would say, like, I don't know, I get the impression that this might be a big bad or at least related to, like, some You know, I kind of got guy. that vibe as well, actually. Um, it just, I mean, he was kind of hinting at, like, overarching plans when he said, like, you know, my main objective isn't to win here anyway or whatever it was that he said. Yeah. Uh, which implies that he's been, like, assigned a task by something or other. Um, and I guess, yeah, I was actually planning on leaving this for when we, um, had, you know, miscellaneous thoughts about the series, but since we're already, since we ended up on the topic after all, um, I'm wondering how, uh, do you remember how many, uh, big, like, flagrant baddies have now slipped away without any sort of, uh, like, redemption arc like Clockmon had? Um, Are we at Dracumon? three or four or more? Dracumon yeah, we got and, Dracumon. Uh, we got we Crow. had Chromon, yeah. but I don't think Chromon was bad. I think Chromon was just neutral I, I wouldn't say that chromon was either one way or another yeah okay that's fair like in its own way it was f freeing birds that were captive and even though they were pets and pets tend to like being pets or i mean that's, that's the impression i get anyway but <laughs> yeah. the chromon i haven't really had a conversation with the bird like hey i mean i feel like some birds are quite happy with being household pets i think oh definitely yeah but um, anyway um, we also I, had, I feel like yeah. um Metal Skullmon the... or whatever? Is that the name? Oh, Skull Phantomon. That was... Skull Phantomon. I got the impression that that was just kind of another sort of... I don't think he oh, necessarily right. he, wanted like, to be there. Made some weird pact with uh, Sistermon Shiel. Okay, yeah. so is she maybe a big bad or is she just kind of a force of chaos? I think she's just a force of chaos because I think she's actually friends with Jellymon. Uh, it did kind of seem like that. Or at the very least, Jellymon, as part of her side hustle, was like hooking her up with go-karts or whatever. Yeah. Like okay. I don't, I I don't get the impression that that's necessarily a an evil character more than mm. just like self serving is kind of just there for their yeah. own enjoyment. Same with Dracumon. I know yeah. Dracumon is actually you know harming people, but isn't really doing it to harm people. Is just doing it because he enjoys it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so uh, we yeah. had Weedmon for sure, and now. Um, well, the specifically the Elder Weedmon. I don't think the other Weedmon really were sentient much, but I know that the mm. Elder Weedmon is definitely suspicious. Yeah. Well, regardless, I was just wondering if there's a chance we might be doing like a uh, a low key stealth introduction to you know the the four generals of the big bad or something like that. Because um, if I remember right, I'm pretty sure Atmon had something similar to that. Yeah, it had. Uh, uh, so it wouldn't be the, the first time they've yeah. done it. Oh yeah, did you want actually? In like, did the whole all of Digimon loves having uh, groups of Digimon? Like we have the the Royal Knights, which are sometimes goodies, sometimes baddies. We have like the Demon Lords. We ha like Digimon loves groups of Digimon mm -hmm. as just being like in their own like little class. Like they've got the Holy Angels. We've got the Olympus mm. Twelve. I think there are, and it's okay. just different groups. So I, that would not surprise me if this show is trying to introduce another. Uh, bad group like league mm -hmm. like yeah so that that wouldn't surprise me if that happened but uh yeah maybe but i i know i can't see much in common with you know Felismon with his army of boogeymon and then we have drac dracumons who's a child level digimon and then we have elder zasumon which is kind of like just a weaker adult level so i just i don't know i this that seems like a really like assorted bunch like they don't mm -hmm. really have a theme yeah, I suppose that's fair. On the other hand, I feel like it wouldn't be that uh, impossible for them to just, you know, have a big bad who chose them specifically for, you know, very particular things about them and, uh, you know, not to 
match a theme, but more just because of what they could yeah. do. Oh, we uh, we also have the Black Agumon who appeared in the Gullus Gamamon episode, like, kind of watching. Mm-hmm. But that's, again, that's not evil or good. We just, that's right. more like a, that's suspicious. Like, we don't know where they're aligned, mm-hmm. but it could be either way. Yeah, yeah. At any rate, that was just a thought that crossed my mind that seems perhaps uh, actually fairly plausible. Yeah, apparently. no, th- that, that is a very plausible thing. And uh, I guess this episode has a lot of, like hopeful looks at the future for this show like we've got it's nice to see the whole group fighting together mm-hmm. like that was kind of cool the animation this episode was it was, it was really crazy good. the animation it, it the amounts of like the use of lighting like how the sun was kind of setting mm-hmm. have just shining on the group like that just looked really cool it was a very just, pretty episode I, especially the um episode. the snow digital world area oh gorgeous yeah absolutely gorgeous like they're definitely they have not dropped in animation this whole series which is really good because colon dropped off like after four episodes in terms of Mm. animation and and, i mean it came back with some good animation here and there but so far ghost game has been pretty solid with animation and just just being pretty it's just a very pretty looking show and it really Mm. just makes colon kind of look not so well animated like compared to other things that are running now ghost game does some nice little subtle things that i think help make it uh look a lot better than it would otherwise um particularly i was thinking how uh a lot of times in like the scary situations they'll have a little filter on the screen so that if you look towards the corners you kind of like see double except the colors are kind of split out a little bit yeah like that's a really nice touch that i'm sure is just you know a little filter they're slapping on top of the actual animations but it makes it look so much better Um, and so, yeah, it's just, they do a lot of little things that make it look really nice, but they also do occasionally pull out the stops on episodes like this one and just make the whole thing look gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I feel like this is probably the best animated one we've had for a while. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Because, like, I mean, I don't think I've had anything really to say about the animation for a bit. Like, even on the episodes I liked, I feel like, oh, okay, it looks fine. But this one was just, like, chef's kiss, as the kids say. The like, animation I... on the one where we got uh, Gulu Scammer on was pretty good. And that was, like, oh, what, yeah, that, two that episodes was a... ago? Yeah, that was two episodes ago. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you can definitely, like, at least I, I feel like uh, the, the big plot important episodes tend to have a much higher animation quality. Yeah, which I guess um, makes even sense. Even though the whole like... thing is pretty good, but... Yeah, yeah. So this yeah, was a very I, I pretty mean, episode, and that's how you can tell it's... that it's important. <laughs> yeah, it is... I mean, you can still have a good episode and have it not look well animated. Like, some of the episodes of Colin that I really liked, I wouldn't say were particularly incredibly animated. And on the other hand, there were some episodes that I did not like that were incredibly animated. So Mm -hmm. it can go either way. But this episode, it was just, it was, it was just really nice. Yeah. And... I mean, I like the fact that we actually give characters to Ruri's friends, especially. I know we touched mm-hmm. on the synopsis, but the fact that they ended with almost like a parallel to the episode where Angoramon was sneaking off and having fun time with like the Tea Party Digimon crew. Mm. And there was kind of like Ruri was kind of upset that there was a secret being kept between the two, and the mm-hmm. resolution was don't have secrets or, like, tell your partner where you're going kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this episode almost, like... I, th- I think I think it must have been a reference to, to that episode because it was so clear. And at the end, they were just being like, oh, it's okay to have secrets. She has secrets. If, if she wants to tell us and if she's ready to tell us, she'll tell us. 
Yeah. And I felt like that was such a nice little message to finish on that like you you can have secrets but you can tell your friends but don't don't force your friends to tell secrets if you're not ready. Like that was a nice way to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I actually will admit that I didn't really uh, make the connection to that to that episode until you just mentioned it. But yeah, now that you do oh, mention it, it I think be... it's definitely there as kind of like a uh, a character growth moment for Ruli, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could just be like coincidental, but it feels like, you know, that was a Ruri episode, this is a Ruri episode, and we kind of have that parallel of her friends thinking that, like, oh no, Ruri will tell us when she's ready if she wants us to know. Like, she's got something going on, but, Mm -hmm. like, Ruri, like, they saw that Ruri was clearly a little bit, like, anxious about about telling them. (laughs) Yeah, but she was was unsure. And I like that we have Ruri considering her friends, like, oh, I don't want to scare my friends, but I have to save them. Mm -hmm. And that is nice. Like, she's got, you know, friends. It's nice to see her think about her friends. And it's Mm -hmm. nice that they kind of get... They're not just, like, friend one and friend two. We actually have, like, names for them. They have names, yeah. They've got almost personalities. uh, I was was about to say personality-wise, they're still kind of friend one and friend two, if you ask me. Yeah, but But... I, I would say they have bigger personalities than sometimes characters had in all of Colin. I could certainly believe that. They've um, got the same personality my... as Sora in Colin. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I don't remember well, more so. Colin. Well, Sora didn't ha- really have a personality, which is sad. Mm. They... Someone doesn't like Sora in any of the Digimon Adventure stuff. Apparently. It's sad. Yeah. But uh, yeah, any, any other highlights? Um... It was just, it was really good at setting a uh, an off-putting, sort of uh, keeping you on the edge of your seat sort of air. Like, the the statues were actually pretty terrifying. Like, they were, they mm. were straight up unsettling. I really liked yeah, those. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, also, it was kind of, uh, not a point that I expected to be that scary, but still kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies, was when uh, Jellymon stuck her little tentacle into the statue person's head and realized, holy shit, this is a human. Oh, yeah, that, that was like, kind of creepy, yeah. Yeah, she didn't just, like, touch it. She, like, entered it and then realized, oh, God, that's a person. Yeah, like, that, that is... Was, that that is, was scary. Yeah, that, that is gross. <laughs> like, yeah. ew. Thanks, thanks, Jellymon. But, like, also her reaction to it was just so... Like, it was... Her, her reaction was well animated. Like, it really showed her emoting, which is mm-hmm. really nice when they... Like, I always like how Digimon can show emotion even if they're not particularly like characters that have much way of like facial structure like in the original adventure they gave quite a lot of emotion to digimon like tentomon which don't really have like a mouth or like normal eyes Mm -hmm. so they made him like emote in other ways Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. in his posture and they do the same for like jellymon when she's in like the jelly form and i just i I Mm, love that yeah i know it's definitely a nice touch yeah um, I'm going to totally butcher the pronunciation of the big bad's name, um, but Felesmon? Felesmon? Felesmon, yeah. Uh, looked pretty dang scary, uh, when we got that, like, intense close-up of his face, like, right after he took his hat off when, uh, it was the big reveal, like, I was mildly startled. I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, if someone's, uh, younger sibling is watching this, that that'll, you know, give them a nightmare or two. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely, like, and the disguise itself, like, I, this Digimon has actually been around since 2002, but I didn't actually recognize it Mm. for a bit. Like, the disguise was so good. Like, I knew it definitely was creepy, but, yeah, I didn't recognize this Digimon. But, yeah, this, uh, Felesmon's been around since 2002 Mm. and has appeared in one of the anime before as, like, a Mon of the Week, Mm. but 
yeah, it's just it's just nice to see again all these kind of older looking Digimon hanging out with the the new blood, so to speak, like Jellymon and Angoramon yeah. and Gamamon. They're all new Digimon, mm-hmm. but I like having Mon of the Week that are returning Digimon that we've had for two decades now. Yeah, yeah, some Big of them fan. that have been around uh, been around the block yeah. a few times. And um, that was what uh, Adventure Colon was really good for was mm. having these Mon of the Week that. May maybe haven't even been animated before, and I really do like that, the way that they're trying to showcase these Digimon more in these seasons, like Colin and Ghost Game, we're just getting these Digimon that have been around for years and have been mostly forgotten about, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, I think, I feel, well, I guess it, I guess it, mm, at least partly must be there specifically as, uh, you know, a little treat for the the old fans, because, you know, as someone who does not know any Digimon, more or less, I never really have those like, oh, cool, this is Blankmon. They haven't been around since, you know, 03. But mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering if uh, that is there purely just for, like, service for the older fans, or if part of it is also just, like, we cannot, like, literally cannot just keep thinking up new monster designs uh, all yeah, the time. Like, there's only I- so many variations you can do. Either way, I'm I mean, fine with it. But yeah, I, th- I think that Colin was definitely the case of d- introducing older Digimon that the older fans can mark out about. I maybe mm-hmm. Ghost Game not so much because like these ca- these Digimon are now in the card game and Felesmon was in Cross Wars, mm-hmm. but definitely with Colin that was to bring out some emotion in older viewers, especially with how. the official Digimon Twitter account and the Digimon reference book would have these reference book entries before the episode aired and they would tweet out like, oh, remember this Digimon that we've never animated? Like, Burpmon. They said, Mm. look, Burpmon is going to be appearing in this episode. Burpmon was previously on the Virtual Pets. And Mm. then saying that sort of like nostalgia-filled tweet would get people tweeting it and then maybe more people would watch the episode. Gotcha. So if it's not well, in the in the case of Colin, if it wasn't just to like, hey, let's put in this Digimon because we'll get it's a little Easter egg for the older fans. It's definitely the case of the tweeting about it, getting people to watch it, to have those older Digimons. So yeah, it, it could be to bring in people that are older fans just to see Digimon that have never been animated or. Mm-hmm. have been not animated for a long time yeah but one thing i can definitely give to ghost game is that even when they are doing the hey check out this uh throwback character that we're bringing back this time uh they still managed to make the episode engaging for those of us who haven't seen that character before because i know there were at least there was at least one episode of adventure colon where i remember you gave it a fairly high rating because you were like oh it was so great to see all these digimon just kind of vibing together or something to that effect. And that just had no effect on me. I was like, yeah, that sure is a lot of Digimon in one place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, and that was like about all. Of, yeah, but that was like all that it really was is like, hey, remember this Digimon? We drew them. But this time it's, hey, remember this Digimon? We drew them and also put them in a really good episode. So I appreciate yeah, that, I mean... that I can, you know, still enjoy it even if, uh, like, it, it's not. I feel like Adventure Colon leaned a lot more just on the nostalgia factor rather than including, mm. you know, actual Which good I stuff think as hurt well. it. I think that Colon tried to, like, be for both old fans and new fans, and that, I think, was one of the failings of it because it tried to be both to the original fans and the new fans and mm. ended up 
being kind of a weird mishmash and not really going either yeah, way because it was I feel stuck like in the it middle. didn't really know what it was by the end of it yeah. either. <laughs> but I feel like Ghost Game is definitely more accessible to new fans. It is definitely its own show. It's not. It's not expecting you to know anything about other Digimon previously. They even like they they give you the the who's this Digimon screen in a quick mm-hmm. flash because they're not expecting you to like know all these Digimon or to like know how powerful it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Ghost Game's doing that really well, but it's still, still, you know, enjoyable for someone who's been a fan of the series for a long time. And that's what I'm liking about Ghost Game. Like it, it's definitely a new show for new kids, but it's not like cutting out the old fans you, and showing mm-hmm. that you don't really need to try to appeal to the old fans to get them to watch it. They'll watch it anyway because they're huge nerds. <laughs> yep, ain't that the truth? Like. Um, I mean, the biggest instance of Colin being hurt in this way was Izzy's, well, Koshiro's backstory, how early on in the series he was, like, kind of weird about his family situation. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Sora was like, hey, Izzy, what about your your family situation? And he was like, oh, well... And then, like, Ty called them and cut them off, and that's the last time we heard about him having family issues. Oh, oof. And, of course, the people who grew up with Digimon know that very early on in the show they start hinting at something with Koshiro's family and that's the fact that he's adopted mm-hmm. and he overheard his fam- his parents talking about it and they were talking about trying to tell him so he was kind of like his thirst for knowledge comes from wanting to kind of know what they're talking about mm. and then he ends up kind of talking to them about it and they find out that his parents actually died and his adoptive parents were like colleagues of the his biological parents <laughs> but he ends up saying look I don't care who's biologically you are my parents and I love you yeah. so much and it's this really nice moment that's good character and then, development right there yeah and it was beautiful and it was like it was all it all came together like uh, like in, uh, after a bunch of episodes kind of hinting at it mm-hmm. and then Colin kind of hinted at it but it never really was said like we never mm-hmm. learn anything other than like there's something going on there mm-hmm. which I mean for the older fans you kind of fill in the dots like okay he's he's adopted but right. the newer fans like wouldn't they be like okay what about the uh mm-hmm. what about his home situation what's, yeah, what's going yeah, on there and you never a lot find of out like hey can we circle back to that you know like yeah, yeah. so I feel like Colin tried to be for the older fans, but also at the same time tried to be for new fans and ended up not doing particularly well on either front. But Ghost Game, just same with Atmon, just aim for the new kids. And as I said, mm-hmm. older fans will watch it because they like Digimon and they're huge nerds. Mm-hmm. Like they're not going to really want you to to sort of appeal to their sense of nostalgia because watching it in itself is appealing to the nostalgia there. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of like my TED talk on why Ghost Game is so far doing better than Adventure Colon, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Big mood. Uh, also, was this the first time we've had like a different biome in the digital pocket dimension thing that we go to? I feel like um, every time I when... remember it's just been kind of neutral weather. Yeah, I think that it's the new DIM card that Ruri inserted at the start of the episode. Mm. In the same way that last episode, Hero got a the letter from his dad, mm-hmm. and it was like a sandy area. And that's actually a real uh, DIM card that he put in, judging by the colour. The one that he put in is called Titan of Dust, mm. which is like a sandy one, and then... When he, but the message from his dad has him in the sandy sort of biome area, mm-hmm. so that's kind of like a nice little thing. And I would I assume that that's the snowy sort of field. 
I don't what what even happened last episode apparently it was not very memorable for me yeah it was the uh the grandma resort and the monkey okay and then yeah we went to the beach or whatever wait uh did we even yeah I don't fireworks. remember when it we was went to and, the... Yeah, it was the onsen and, fi- and beach episode. I remember that, but I don't... I don't I'm don't. i now trying to remember if they even actually went to a, you know, pocket no, dimension at any point. Uh, they kind of do. They put they do? in okay. the, the Titan of Dust dim, mm-hmm. and that brings up a message from Hero's dad about how, like, he's camping in a desert, and that oh, kind okay. of makes the room they're in kind of deserty, I think. It's uh, very quick. I vaguely remember that. Okay, But it was just when they were watching the video then. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, no. I was trying to remember, like, any sort of resolution to the conflict that episode that happened in a desert, and I was coming up blank, mm-hmm. so I was a little confused. But anyway, yeah, I like that we're getting some variations on the little little digital pocket dimension, because it's always, it, like, it was pretty, like, from day one, but I really liked the icy one. It looked really good. Yeah, that, that one was pretty. Um, also, right as I was trying to figure out who my favorite character for this week would be, Gammon came running on screen, living his true purpose as a sled dog. And while I can't give it to him just for that, that was maybe the best thing I've seen in Ghost Game so far. Mm, yeah, I mean, Gammon still has his moments. Mm-hmm. I guess he's over Bokemon's death, though, but also I guess we didn't really focus on Gammon much this episode. So yeah. I'll, I'll give them a pass for that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, I think that more or less closes out my highlights list because we already talked about how uh, her friends were cool about uh, Rui having secrets at the end. Yeah. Uh, so lowlights, my lowlights are going to just be me being a broken record and saying that a lot of Ghost Game episodes are kind of hurt by only being 20 minutes in length because mm-hmm. that, gee, that fight finished quickly. Yeah. The, they, they had so much evolution animation and so much, like, introduction and setting the scary scene that by the time it was battle time, Feliz Mom was just like, well, I've got to go home now. I have to cook a turkey for dinner. Like, <laughs> he just has to peace out. And it's the same as a lot of the episodes. The same with the Chromon episode. Like, we do, they don't even have time to somewhat fight. They have to just throw some attacks, and then just, like, look at the clock and go, well, it's time to leave. Time to bounce, yep. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I guess, like, it's him just being like, oh, I'm a bad guy, I'm really strong, I'm going to leave, but it felt kind of almost, like, anticlimactic as an evolution episode. Yeah. And it was it kind of the same good. with the Tesla Jellymon episode, if I remember correctly. I liked, I really liked the Tesla Jellymon episode. I don't, I think that y'all were, gave it a lot, hang on, I should check my... Was that the whatever. one with the, the fighting game and the gourd? Yeah, uh, that, that was Game of people? Death episode, okay. that was episode 10. I gave a 5 to that, and both you and Quinn gave 2 to that episode. Gotcha. So I really liked that episode, but yeah, again, it also suffered by the fact that... Oh no, I felt like the the fight was actually longer in episode 10 because it was kind of the whole episode. In a way, yeah. In the way that uh, Kiyoshiro was kind of like controlling uh, Jellymon with mm-hmm. a little fight stick. So I felt like the fight in that was a little bit longer and it didn't suffer as much. But this episode I felt like did suffer from that more because mm-hmm. it, set, it set a great scene and it set the spooky atmosphere. It set why Ruri was looking out for this tent and also set why the rest of the cast were looking for the tent for different reasons. And then we got to the tent. We got to see what Digimon was to blame. And then 
we had to go to the digital space, then we had to evolve, then we all evolved, and then we all attacked at once, and then the episode had to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this episode felt like it just ended far too quickly, As and I, I like... Yeah, but again, that's that's something that's not necessarily unique to this episode because I feel like a good shot. Ch- I, I should really start writing down which episodes ended too quickly because at the moment I feel like it's... I think you might have more, said that for every single episode so far. <laughs> no, I, th- I think for... Except for maybe the first ep- one. No, last episode and episode 13, which was the Gullis one episode, I think for both of them I said that it at least was paced well, even though... Last episode, I only gave a three out of five for. Mm. I felt that it did it did pace itself better than other episodes. But yeah, most of these episodes just end far too quickly. They just like that they sp- they're such they're so good at setting up an episode they can't finish it in the, the amount of time. Basically, mm-hmm. any lowlights? Uh, yeah, but well, okay. So first of all, I had a little nitpick that um. Whenever someone was getting turned to stone, uh, they continued to scream until the petrification reached the top of their head, rather than once it covered the mouth. So that was something Uh, that literally didn't matter a single bit, but just kind of annoyed me. I didn't notice. That's funny. Um, It was kind of a shame that uh, Boogeyman isn't electric sliding all over the place, because when I heard it, I was like, they should be dancing. (laughs) That's funny. Now, it's more like, you know... It's Boogeyman, but it's Boogeymon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I definitely Actually, got that, but it, I was I was just memeing. <laughs> it should be Boogeymen, because there's multiple of them. It should be, but you gotta end every Digimon's name in Mon, I guess, so. Except for the ones that end with Mons. Oh, there are some? Yeah, in, uh, in Cross Wars, there are some Digimon that kind mm. of, like, exist in groups, like Starmons. So it's oh, got, okay. like, a Z at the end, so it's pronounced <laughs> Starmons, like, and Pikmons. <laughs> That's so when it, so we actually do have a plural form of Digimon, and it's just Digimons okay. with That's a Z on the end. I did not know so, that. So yeah, <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh yeah, it's it's oh, as far as I know, it's only in Cross Wars. Mm, okay, fair enough. That's the only time I've ever seen it being used as um as the plural. But it's so funny to me mm-hmm. that it's like I guess that's canon. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, uh, moving on to an actual low light, um, I was a little confused because I'm admittedly, I might be recalling imperfectly, but I could have sworn that in a previous episode, we basically said explicitly Digimon can materialize to whatever the hell extent they want, whenever the hell they want. Um, but this time they were saying the, the boogeyman needed to, uh, laugh at the screams of terrified young girls in order to fully materialize i think it might depend on the digimon at this point because dracomon mm. also couldn't materialize i feel like maybe okay. each digimon is different in that way maybe or uh, rather that's they have possible because we because i think bokemon also rest in peace said <laughs> uh that you have to learn how to materialize and that's something that okay. he said he could teach the group yeah, to have do, to... and he could teach clockmon too so i feel like it's okay. something you have to learn I vaguely recall this, yeah. Yeah, so I I guess it depends on the Digimon how they materialize or how they learn. Maybe this is the only way that the Boogeymons have (laughs) learned how to uh, materialize. So so that works, too. That's fair. Okay, so that low light might just be due to my own uh, poor recall. I'd have to go back and watch to make sure. But um, uh, what was the other thing, too? Oh, um, just kind of the... Even though I feel like it was one of the ones that was better executed, it was still, I guess, sort of like you said. We had a a nice fight shaping up, and then we just kind of stopped. (laughs) 
And at least this time they made it uh, more like, you know, I don't think they could have stopped uh, Felismon from leaving. But mm. um, it it sure was just another instance of, and time's up, we gotta stop now. Um, mm. And it doesn't feel quite, uh, it doesn't leave quite as bad a taste in my mouth after some of the more recent episodes, specifically the Ghoulis Gamma, uh, that one. Um, since we actually did, you know, have stakes there and had a, a conflict happen where Digimon died. Um, but it is sure another one in the column of, and then the bad guy left for no reason. Yeah, which I guess, I mean, at least we're not doing at the end of every episode, like, we just talk it out and the Digimon realizes that they were in the wrong. Like, at mm-hmm. least we're not doing that every single episode. Yeah, we haven't done that for a while a now, have we? I, yeah, I think we said in one episode, oh, we're really getting sick of it, and then it never happened again, so... Well, that's good. In fact, we we had the uh, the Zasumon even sort of pretend to do this sort of, oh, shucks, we learnt our lesson, mm-hmm. but it was just a pretend. Yeah. Like, that. I, I still like that, the fact that it was just like, oh, this was just, um, just misunderstanding, like all the other Digimon. Kind of makes you but wonder if uh, Clockmon's just playing the long con now. No, I think I think Clockmon because we've had him since, and he's just kind of like I don't think a good so guy. either. But it would be quite the plot twist if this was all part of the master plan. Yeah, if Clockmon's the big big bad, I guess that could, could happen. Be. The ending is the mm. same as the beginning. Yeah, that's very clock-like, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I mean, my main lowlights were the same lowlight I have for every, or mainly almost every episode, I guess. And also the fact that the evolution felt very like anticlimactic, like very sudden. Like this and episode? Goromon didn't. Yeah, in this episode, I liked it personally. Like, like yeah, I, mean, I will I admit that yeah. despite all that, I don't feel like uh, Angoromon was left that much of like an impact on me this week. But I still liked the. No. Oh no, yeah. I don't think Angoromon talked until he evolved in this episode. Like that—that that was my main. He only thing. had a I few lines. Like, if he did, yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, I mean, he is—he is kind of more soft-spoken than the other characters. But I felt like mm-hmm. this episode, while we have had the relationship and bond between Ruri and Angoramon kind of grow in the episodes, and we've had probably more time with their relationship growing than any of the other kids with their Digimon. Mm-hmm. Like with that, we've had several episodes about them just existing and kind of like being different people or different like quote-unquote people I guess Mm -hmm. but I still felt like this episode didn't really have them interact in a way that I would usually expect in an evolution episode but again that likely falls under the pacing issue that every episode feels like it could just be a Mm two-parter like this episode if it was a two-parter and it was just like the episode ended when they're all evolved about to face off with Felizmon that would be kind of cool but Ghost Games episodes are trying to be more episodic in the way that, like, you know, an episode ends and that's, you don't have to, there may be a minor cliffhanger for the whole overall plot, but there's no, like, you need to watch next episodes to find out how this fight ends kind of thing, which, double-edged sword, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's but, uh, basically yeah, all I have that, for lowlights. Yeah, yeah, that, that's all I have for lowlights too, which, which is, again, these lowlights are not unique to this episode, they're kind of just, like ongoing issues with the with ghost game overall but having said that i'm still really enjoying ghost game like it oh does sorry have i lied i had one more thing yeah. oh you lied you liar i know i'm so sorry why did felismon just save everyone at the end yeah come on yeah that, okay yeah that's also one of my lowlights so I'm, I'm glad you brought that up but yeah the fact that not only does he just say 
oh, I'm going to leave the fight now, but I'm also going to turn everyone back to human again. Like, that was, like, I'm really hoping that it's because of some, like, he didn't really need them to be stoned. He was kind of just doing that for funsies. Yeah, that's how they made it sound. Yeah, he just kind of wanted them to, uh, to the Boogeyman to laugh at the horror. Yeah. I I don't, but I guess if this is a big bad that's coming back, I'm hoping that they explain why he just kind of was like, okay, statues are now humans again, I'm leaving now. Yeah, I don't know. It It might be like, someone could probably make an argument for it being a sort of, you know, leave some survivors so there's people to, you know, spread fear of me sort of scenario, but that's definitely not the impression that that I got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that's the case, then say it, please. Yeah, he just said, like, oh, because you didn't get to have your fortune read, I'm going to yeah. revert the statues to human. Yeah, which, which made me wonder, like, like, okay, is this, like, some throwback to, like, you know, is this a, a reference to how this Digimon worked in some ancient throwback or something? Or I don't know, but it's but just... Since you don't seem to have a... Since you aren't saying yes, I'm going to assume that it isn't. <laughs> From what I know, no, nah, nah, this is uh, just fine. And it's also, like, there were... I. I they were trying to do the whole be careful of what you wish for, but the mm-hmm. people didn't really get to wish for anything. It was just, like, him saying what they wish for. <laughs> it was kind of weird. Well, I think he got he got them all to wish for, you know, whatever is happening to stop, and then he did by turning them into a statue, you know? Yeah, but he was like, you wish for a puppy, and, and the girl's like, but I already have a dog. And he's like, doesn't matter. Here, have a demon. Oh. Uh, it might just be a difference in subtitles then, but mine said, uh, you know, your your lucky item is blank or something like that. It wasn't necessarily, this is your wish. Uh, it was basically just like... Oh, so, so, yes. Yeah, so, no, some of them were lucky items. Some of them were like, this is this is what you wish for. And they were mm. like, no. But uh, yeah, it's just... Okay. It, I guess that's my main low line of just like, why did he just kind of leave and revert everything he'd done? Yeah. And I would even be fine with him just leaving, but like, leave the statues, you know? Help have an impact and they were just like they weren't like characters so mm-hmm. why are we not like it doesn't matter if they statue for this for the moment right they're not like main characters we don't need them in this show yeah well i mean it, it certainly jives with what they've done every other episode too is you know oh, yeah. at the end of the day everything's back to normal more or less yeah except for the the terrifying demon on the loose mm-hmm but we don't have any statues, we don't have any mega-aged people, uh, we don't have any mummies. People no. got their, you know, body parts that were removed from the pictures, there's restored the, and all that. There's not the Zasumon running around, which, by the way, wouldn't people be, like, terrifyingly, like, anxious and wary of anything because of the whole demons jumping out of the phone and attacking sort of thing that went on, like, a few episodes ago? Mm-hmm. That's a low light that I didn't have written down, but yeah, it does seem like we're just, well, I guess I wouldn't really expect that much about the Zassim on this episode, and I would have, I guess, complained more about just kind of ignoring the fact that Bokemon died and Ghoulis Gammon happened if it had been an episode more focused around Gammon. But oh, yeah, honestly, it, Gammon's participation as a sled dog was like the perfect amount of Gammon for this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is a, this episode definitely had the perfect amount of Gammon, mm. especially for an episode that wasn't Gammon related. And still, I like that. And I know that we're meant to be talking about lowlights, but I guess a quick highlight is even though this was a Ruri episode, the other characters got to participate as well, which is always mm-hmm. nice to see. Yep. Yeah. Even if it was in noticeably more minor roles, it was still nice to you know have it be a team effort rather than just this is this character's episode full stop. 
Yeah. So, uh, favorite character, who was yours this week? <sighs> it's a really hard choice, but I think I got to give it to Felismon. Oh, the, uh, the, the baddie. The baddie, yeah. I the liked baddie. the design. I liked the, like, he's just got the perfect, like, eccentric billionaire with a, uh, you know, like, garden maze full of statues of terrified people vibe going that I yeah. really respected. Um, yeah. And it's a shame that he freed them all because that was that's a that's a carnival attraction right there. Yeah, absolutely. Like my put that in a haunted was, uh, house with a bunch of mirrors yeah. and you're golden. Oh, absolutely horrifying. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I kind of feel bad about mine now because I chose Angoramon just because even though he didn't really speak, he was just really well animated, and mm-hmm. he's just like the fact that he was just kind of flying and pointing at things just gave me so much joy, <laughs> and I I just really like Simbara Angoramon. I just looked really cool and fancy mm-hmm. yeah no that was what i was initially going to give it to but then i realized as i was talking to you how like relatively little of an impact uh angoramon and i wrote it down somewhere but now i can't find it what's angoramon's evolution's name simbara angoramon simba angoramon yeah it just left very little impact on me overall relative to well felismon i guess yeah Ru- that's, uh, that's completely fair rui was also a high contender on that yeah. Well, that's another reason why I didn't choose Ruri, because I was like, maybe someone else will choose Ruri. But mm-hmm. also, yeah, I just, I liked uh, Angoramon in this episode. Yeah, agreed. So what what about rating out of five? Uh, I need to look at the spreadsheet to remember. Because, I mean, I feel like I gave it too low. I just, I gave it a three, but I just, I liked this episode. You gave this a three? Yeah, I gave it a three, because, like, it just... It felt very Insane. like I, I really didn't like the fact that Felismon just kind of left and reverted the the humans back to statues. Mm. But also, like I don't know, I just I felt like the evolution happened very quickly. The whole thing was kind of anticlimactic. I mean, I still enjoyed it, but I just yeah, I just it was just okay. Hmm. And I I mean, and it was really well animated. But also, I mean, I've given a lot of things a three too, so a three is not necessarily like a low mark for me. I feel like that's that's fair. Yeah, the the three, um, I give everything to. I like this episode, but there are other episodes that I think I liked more. But that doesn't mean that this is a bad episode by any means. I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than last week's episode, hmm. but not by much. So uh, what, what did you give it? Well, we're, we're having some conversation pieces now because I was going to give it a five. <laughs> no, give, give it a five. Please. I'm going it's, to. It's I'm still going to. But good. I was just so I, I expected us to all be relatively in the same area. Like, you know, I was expecting the lowest to be a four. Um, so I'm kind of surprised you gave it a three. But no, yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Actually, I, I like a lot about this. I'm, I think, hang on, the next highest for me in my ranking was, so in my ranking, episode 15 is in 12th place. But then the one in 11th place is episode eight which was the Mario Kart episode. And I really liked that that episode. And I feel mm-hmm. like I liked this episode not quite as much, but almost as much. Hmm. So I'm actually going to give it a 3.5, okay. which is the same ranking, the same rating rather as the System on episode, okay. but it still sits below it. So, okay, you've convinced me a 3 was too low. It gets a 3.5. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to uh, sway your opinion, but... No, no, th- I it's fine because I was kind of like in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I, I did like this episode, but it's just again, like it just, it felt like it just has a lot that is wrong with it. That's along with wrong with Ghost Game in general. So mm-hmm. yeah, but it's you're right. It, it is good. 
it is animated well, which I, I'm really enjoying how beautiful this episode was to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I already said that it was ranked 13th in my ranking. What about in your ranking? Where are we putting it? Uh, okay, so let's see. I think I'm going to put it below the Ghoulis Gammon episode, but above the Tesla Jellymon episode. So I think that would be number uh, two for me. Hang on, just look at the, the Tesla Jellymon episode is you put in 13th place and the episode 13 you put in first place. So that's a bit of a... Can we narrow it down? Oh, uh, which was episode five? That was uh, Jellymon's introduction episode. Jellymon's introduction episode. Okay, my bad. I forgot which one was which. Okay, so put yeah, it... Yeah, I was about uh, to say, like... My bad, yes, yeah. Put so it above Jellymon's intro episode. So but, second place. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that makes more sense because you yeah, put my bad. episode 10, which was the, was the Tesla Jellymon episode, in 13th place, mm-hmm. and the Gillis Gammon episode in first place. So I was just like, that... Okay, between first and 13th place, please narrow it down. Yep, now that, so, that yeah, is my bad. <laughs> That makes sense. I was just looking at the chart going, like, um, wh- what? Yeah. <laughs> just, I, I know it's sometimes hard to choose between episodes, but please. But no, um, second place, That that's yep. fair. Uh, we don't have response from Quinn, so we can't do our overall ranking yet without Quinn's, but we'll do that when we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't have, do we have any miscellaneous thoughts? Because I feel like we have discussed this episode a lot. We have. All right, now that we've discussed the episode, let's move on to Postmon Pat pondering and predictions. And of course, because I myself am a miscellaneous thought, I haven't actually got the comments up on my screen. Oops. So excuse while I click wildly to get them. Here we are. <laughs> so okay. So I have them with my chattering out of the way. So first up, Twilord says, you know, hearing the thoughts from you good folk on each episode is nearly as fun as watching the episodes, which means you're much better than Adventure 2020, Aww, which thanks. is the highest compliment, I think. Mm-hmm. Depends on how much you enjoy Colin. There's got to be someone mm-hmm. out there who just loves it, but... Oh yeah, I... there are people who definitely enjoy, enjoy Adventure Colin, but I am personally not one of them. I thought it was okay, but it definitely... It was no Atmon. Yeah. And so far, it is no ghost game. It's certainly an entry in the Digimon franchise, and that's about all I'll say about it. <laughs> certainly is. Next up, we have TGS, who says that they gave the episode a 3.5 out of 5, and it was just a cute and light episode after how dark episode the episode before was. But they're glad that we got a little plot from Hero's dad, and it seems to tell us, like past seasons, that Digimon seem to draw on the emotion and connection with humans. They agree that it seems that the Digivice just seems to help fast track amplify the power the bond brings to Digimon. And yeah, I, I also kind of like that little tidbit about the uh, the Digivice V with how it tracks the vitals being the connection between them. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Danny, who says that they liked episode 14 a lot, so they gave it a 4 out of 5. It broke their hearts seeing Gammon saying that he wants to share the food with Bokemon and not really understanding that Bokemon won't come back. They also enjoyed seeing Blacktail Mon Uva, Hero's Dad, and the team talking about Gullus Gammon, but they do wish that Hero's Dad would have given the team some useful information instead of bragging about his wonderful adventures in the, in the digital world. So, I kind of like the fact that he's so extra. He's just, like, bragging about his holidays to the kids. Like, I just, I, I don't mind that. That's fair. Next, we have Narumi, who says the episode was a 3.5 out of 5 for them. It was a heartwarming episode, and we had a little bit of plot progression. The best part of the episode for, for them was Gammon 
not talking about chocolate during the entire episode, which I I didn't even realise, but yeah, that he didn't mention chocolate for once, so he must have been mm. having trauma. Uh-huh. Next, they say that Komon's stories were cute, Hiro did not care about his father's safety, and we did not have the annoying scene where the boys enter the wrong bath and the girls scream and throw stuff at them, or the contrary situation. Yeah, that that's a good point. Digimon love to have, like, the onsen as, like, a boy entering the girl's side and getting screamed and thrown and stuff thrown at them. It happens multiple times in the original adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, my favourite one being Gomamon just swimming in the girl's side and getting thrown over, which is just so beautiful to me. I'm glad that they didn't do it, but that's such a low bar that I don't really feel like praising them for not tripping over it. Yeah, <laughs> that is fair. They then finish off to say that their low light is that separating the boys from the girls made Ruri and Jellymon have less interaction because the boys are more of a focus. And yeah, I got that, but I also liked that we got to see them hang out. Like, I just, I, I liked that moment so much that it didn't leave, I didn't mind too much that they were not as much of a focus. Yeah. Next, we have Spore Halo, who says it's a solid 3 out of 5 for them. Granny being able to see Komon, they think has less to do with chosen children nonsense and more that some people be, are able to see ghosts in other media, since they are hologram ghosts. Hero's frustration about the lack of information from his dad and willingness to just ask Gullis for info is more is a nice touch. They also feel like the kids have told Gammon about Pokemon multiple times, and they're just leaving well enough alone. And yeah, I, I guess I kind of got that as well. Like, they might have just already said, hey, Gammon, uh, yeah, Pokemon's gone, and they were just kind of really? sick. Really? I did not get it. that impression, especially when they were talking about Gammon saying that Pokemon was on an adventure, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Okajuni, they're just skirting yeah. the issue, but feel free to read yeah. into it whatever you want, I suppose. Mm. Next, we have Digital Hazard, who says the episode was a 2 out of 5 for them. They felt like they kind of glazed over the dark evolution, with Hero having Gammon evolve for monkey fireworks, but they'd held out hope that they'd use Granny Plot to explain death to Gammon, but no, she actually just moved mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. Disappointing after the tension of episode 13. Yep. And yeah, I feel like... 100%. Episode 14 is a fine episode on its own, but it definitely kind of, like, they gloss over all the, the death and, and the dark trauma that happened the episode before. Yeah. So I felt like that also kind of hurt episode 14. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But I, I still enjoyed it. But again, on its own, it's fine. But when you start thinking about what had just happened, it feels like it's kind of missing out on something. Yeah. It suffers from its context, which I feel like yeah. it might have even been better if they just completely ignored it, but they even talked about, you know, uh, Kiyoshiro and uh, Rui being anxious about letting Gamamon evolve. So, like, they talked about it, so we know it's still, you know... Yeah. It's still topical, but then they just went on to ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Next, we have um, M, who says that it was a 4 out of 5 for them, and they really liked the episode, but it's not quite a 5, because they felt like they could have kept the granny dead to match the theme of dealing with loss. It felt weird to them, they just waved it off. Still, it's nice seeing the characters get to chill for a bit after a traumatic event, and overall, they enjoyed it. And yeah, I, I enjoyed last episode, too, and I I still got the impression that the granny actually was just dead. I don't know why I got that they impression. Left it, I mean, they left it pretty vague. I... I... Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember enough to have, have a strong a- opinion. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is fair. I did have to remind you what happened. You did. So next we have Andrew who says that the episode dropped the ball literally. That, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say that after the episode, they want to give Gammon and Komon a hug and chocolate. And yeah, that that, that is fair. Mm-hmm. And in the Holo Dad scene, did the new dim cards just an area or their extra slots for new Digimon? That'd be cool seeing the trio with their own team, like in Cyber Sleuth. 
They bet Hero will have, would have Mummymon as a second Digimon, or maybe a new ally, or maybe Gullus if they do a Hulk thing separating Ben from Hulk. And yeah, I, I guess I think it's just a, a new area for them to go to when they go to the digital space. Mm. Next, we have Mateus, who says, for some reason they can't stop thinking since the beginning of Ghost Game that Hero's dad is dead or something similar. Mm. And Uber Black Tailmon is just in charge of delivering the recordings from time to time to his son. <gasps> they find it somewhat suspicious that Hero is simply receiving pre-recorded messages rather than some direct contact from him. And yeah, I, st- I still am on team, like, they're doing a Detective Pikachu and... Gamamon is Hero's dad, or the Black Algamon is Hero's dad. Like I'm, I'm leaning towards Gamamon, and so, that, that, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, feel free to finish up your thought, but I have a very ridiculous uh, prediction now. Okay. No, go ahead. So, not only is Hero's dad dead, but he's also the big bad, and this is the hmm. ghost game. He's toying with them. That is that is very funny. I, mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Fingers crossed, like, I mean, but I have no hopes that it's correct. <laughs> actually, now, now I think about it, we actually have done Detective Pikachu in Digimon before. We did it in, in Digimon Data Scores or Digimon Savers, which is the fifth season. Mm. Um, the main character's dad goes missing in the digital world, and we later find out that he became, like, a Leomon. Like, he fused with one. What the hell? Uh, to, like, <laughs> to survive. Okay. Uh, and then ends up, like being a Leomon and dying. So uh, th- so maybe we're doing a Detective Pikachu with Gammon, but hopefully it doesn't end the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, Mateus also says that we ha- he's not, they're not sure if we've mentioned it, but isn't Gammon's bandana part of Hakuto's ripped shirt? Yes, it is, which only leads into my Detective Pikachu-esque theory, mm-hmm. which is... Uh, it, it's like I think in Detective Pikachu, wasn't the hat uh, that Pikachu wore the dad's hat or something? I think so, or something to that effect. Yeah. I have another far-fetched theory now, though. That's another Pokemon. It is. Go ahead. This is not a theory about Pokemon, though. The theory is that the, the like, dark shadow uh, Digimon are humans who died in the digital world and got reincarnated as a Digitama and then are, like, they're, like, tainted or something. <laughs> the time the time I died in the digital world and was reincarnated as a Digitama. Oh, that's, that's a light story. novel that's my, right there. That's, that's my light novel. The time I... Like, I mean, isn't there, like, a spin-off of Dragon Ball where a kid dies in the real world and gets reincarnated as, as young Yamcha child from something? Dragon Ball? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't read it, I'm not sure if that's a fever dream, memes. but the... The fact that you also realized that it was said it was Yamcha maybe makes me think it wasn't like a fever dream and it's actually something that exists. I'm pretty sure but it is. Like, ima- imagine if you die and get isekai'd into Dragon Ball, but you're Yamcha. Mm-hmm. That is some like one of those million dollars butt kind of questions. The like this happens, but you're Yamcha. Toe curls on the monkey's paw. Yeah. Anyway, so they continue to say that maybe it's just them, despite the sounding but generic, they are sure something bad happened to Hero's dad, and they can see that we're getting a flashback of him tearing apart his shirt, putting the bandana on Gammon while saying to him, please protect your big brother, or something like that in the future. Yeah, me too. And yeah, that that would be really sad, and I'd also, like, they say that it'd be disappointing if it's not the case, and mm-hmm. I kind of, like, I, I'm still on team it, Detective Pikachu that Gammon is Hakuto. I'm sticking uh, to my far-fetched then, theory that it's actually Shadow Algamon is actually Hero's dad. Yeah, that works too. Uh, Mateus then says that in the the dims that we have, the seems like the same color as Titan of Dust, which is the desert biome, and is wondering if the other dim is Blizzard Fang. And yeah, I I'm pretty 
sure it is Blizzard Fang because <coughs> I'm sure coughing and that means that I'm, I'm in the it's a Blizzard cough cough. <laughs> uh, no, it just means that it is like forty degrees in here and I'm I have a very dry throat and I've been talking for over an hour so <coughs> I'm dying. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it is Blizzard Fang because we get the uh, the snow biome. <laughs> oh no. Uh, <coughs> this this is my um last podcast. Okay? Apparently, yeah. I'm I'm dying from like Rip <laughs> it's so hot in here. Uh, anyway, we're almost done. So <coughs> Meow Summer says that they're giving it a four out of ten. They like it, but they definitely don't think it's a good at- aftermath episode. Episode. I can't talk now. Wow, the <coughs> the outro is going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> yes, it played in the themes of episode thirteen, but it skated over pretty fast for them. And it made it kind of seem like Pokemon's death wasn't sad at all. And it's kind of just right back to Scooby-Doo monsters. And they're wondering how much time has passed. And no one really has PTSD. And <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <coughs> Please, Chloe, don't dark evolve because of my death. Okay, um, I'll do my best to it's... keep myself cool. <coughs> but uh, thank you for all of your uh, your comments. I'm glad that <coughs> y'all can make it to my death. Apparently, it mm. is significantly hot in here. Um, anyway, so uh, hopefully uh, we can move on and I can <laughs> die after the podcast. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts about the series so far now that I've died? I'm feeling better now that I feel like we've got, if not concrete, pretty solid evidence of like an overarching plot for the series. Mm. Even if we don't know what exactly that'll be yet. I- I'm feeling I'm feeling better. Yeah, me too. I'm glad that, like, we all can fight now. The fact that we've all gotten to adult level now makes me feel like they're going to be able to fight together a little bit more than they were mm-hmm. before because Angoramon was kind of just, like, would be carrying Gammon and then throwing Gammon and then Gammon would evolve and then Angoramon would just be vague. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. But I'm glad that, like... I know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Gammon was less, like, chocolate-focused in this episode. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad so that Gammon that... just kind of more or less wasn't in this episode, as much as that's mean yeah. to say. But also, Gammon no. doesn't exist, so it's not that mean. <laughs> no, I feel like they're pretty good in the way of uh, of juggling the characters now. Like, this, this mm-hmm. episode kind of showed us that, yes, you can juggle characters and have characters sort of show up in other characters' focus episodes, but it doesn't take away from the main character focus. And you can still have Gammon being likable, actually. You can still have Jellymon and Kyoshiro doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I still really like how Jellymon's got, like, a side hustle. That's just really mm-hmm. precious to me. Yeah, it's kind of cool to see Digimon that, you know, are not, like, attached to their human partner at the hips. You know, they just kind of do their own thing. Um, and I guess, you know, uh, Gammon doesn't fit into that because, you know, it's a, a child and... He wouldn't really have anything else to do other than, you know, be a child. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if any other seasons of Digimon have done that, but I think it's uh, um, it's a fun thing the to ori- do. The original adventure had Patamon be kind of also like a baby, even though they were all the same level. Like, Patamon was a little bit more of a baby. He was partnered with the youngest of the kids. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like a little bit of a crybaby, so they kind of have done like a character being a baby before, but Gammon is more like... Uh, I, don't, I think I like Gammon more. I guess I meant, uh, sorry, with regard to the uh, Digimon partners that just kind of have their own lives away from their human partner? Um, Renamon in Tamers would frequently just go out and have adventures. 
That, okay, gotcha. And Terrymon really wanted to kill other Digimon a lot. But Terrymon was still with uh, What's-His-Bucket almost all the time. Yeah, I haven't watched he, all yeah. of Tamers, to be fair. Oh, no, yeah, Terrymon li- uh, kind of just lived with Lee. Yeah. Renamon just went on her own adventures and was kind of like she'd be hanging out with Impmon. Okay. Uh, anyway, and also, speaking of which, Impmon did have human partners but escaped from them because he hated how they were always fighting because he had two partners rather than just one. Mm. And he kind of just ran away from them, so he kind of did have his own life. Okay. Like, he wasn't joined at the hip there. Well, And it's, that's something that... Yeah, it's a, it's a nice yeah. little touch. Yeah, like, it's something that a lot of Digimon seasons don't really do, and they don't, which is have the Digimon partners exist as entities apart from their human partners. And I feel like it's only really Tamers and Ghost Game that have done that, I think. I'll tell you, I have to take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just trying to think, and I feel like that, yeah, they kind of just do exist. There's been, like, in-between seasons, like, in-between uh, Cross Wars Part 2 and Part 3, like, some time passed, and one of the Digimon partners ended up becoming the king of the digital world, mm. like, on his own, and that was kind of, like, his own goal that he had from Episode 1. That's pretty wild. So they kind of... Yeah, they kind of do exist on their own, but it's never been, like, as much as what Ghost Game had or what Tamers has had a little bit of. I think Ghost Game might be putting that a little bit more. Like, we have Angoramon having the tea parties, and we have Jellymon having the jobs. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Uh, so, episode 16 is called The Man-Eater's Forest. Do we have any predictions? Because the next time on, which... Is pretty great. Uh, all the next time ons are fairly vague about what's happening, which I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of. Uh, it seems like we kind of got like a, a lost forest vibe going on here, so I'm I'm here for that. Um, I'm also kind of digging that we got at least you know a few frames of seemingly hero uh, hero and battle gammon like actually struggling against an opponent and like losing as opposed to. Uh, fighting and winning handily or fighting and then something happens to just stop the fight yeah i hope that this episode will have them address the darkness like they kind of like they talk about it more because if it mm-hmm. is a a gammon and hero episode i really hope that they do address that yeah I feel i'm like pessimistic gotta, you know? I'm, I'm pessimistic because like if they don't address it, I'm going to have an issue with the episode because it would feel like if they don't address it at least in some way, like if they do a in Adventure Colon, we addressed that Mugendramon had happened before when Mugendramon showed up, but one character was like like internally they had like a flashback mm-hmm. and they didn't care to share it with anyone else. So I hope it's not just <laughs> like that. I want them to kind of like address it a little bit what happened. I'd be kind of annoyed if they don't. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm hoping that they do. Wrap up time before I die? I am ready to wrap it up. Okay, hopefully I can do it. Okay. I believe in you. Yay. I will... All right, every... Goku, you my spirit energy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Yamcha. Exactly. Anyway, maybe that's what killed me. Yamcha killed me. Anyway, mm. so I will now do the wrapping up. All right, everyone, so thanks for listening to this week's episode. Apologies for my sudden death. Uh, And I do thank you for listening and for sticking by us, of course. And thank you to Chloe for joining us. You're very welcome. So the link dump is linked in the description, and so is our red bubble. And you can contact us and stay updated. So you can email us at lostintransition at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or on our web- which is on our website and I can't talk, lostintransition1.com or you can comment on this episode on YouTube and we'll read it out on the show. You can chuck us a follow at Translation on Twitter and you can find us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and of course YouTube. I'm on TikTok 
as at Dumont underscore Hero, and Hero is spelled the weeb way, so H-I-R-O, and I stream on twitch.tv slash translationmon. And you can chat with us on the Listen Translationmon Discord server, also linked in the description. And you can also find us and on many podcast catches, and Spotify has recently enabled the ability to leave reviews. So if you're listening to us on Spotify, please chuck us a review there or on any other podcast catcher that accepts reviews. And if I see it, I will read it on the podcast. And if not, let me know via Twitter or YouTube or whatever that you've left us a review so I can find it and you can make my day. Or our day, rather. Because mm-hmm. if you, you should shout out my wonderful co-hosts because I think that at this point they're here to stay. They will not leave. I have loosened their uh, their handcuffs and they have got <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome at this point. Only a little. Only a little. So you donate to the Patreon and that's linked to the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the, the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server. But there are higher levels, more rewards, and edited and early episodes and more, so check that out. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who is Wildman Season 4 and Archive Own, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai26, Niobu, who says she should follow Chisai on, twi- on Twitter at Chisai2v6c, I'm dying. K- Kyle, Lismet, who's a Lekmon on Tumblr. Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Huntage Rewatch podcast. Magnus, Lucas, JCMon05. Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard. Dedicated Gazi, Alamist, and Michael. And of course, you can also make a one-off donation on PayPal which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Ergemon. And of course, you can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. So again, thanks for y'all for listening. And of course, thanks to Chloe for joining us. Can we find you anywhere this time, Chloe? Uh, the usual, you know. I'm I'm around Discord occasionally on Once in a Blue Moon, if Blue Moons happen Maybe every in, week or so. <laughs> if, if Blue Moons happen every week, then then that, that is true. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so thanks y'all for joining me, and we will see y'all on the next one. Bye! Bye.